Chapter Eight of the Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth, by M. S. Pine. Chapter Eight: The Immaculate Conception, a Catechism Class signor urbane ratazzi prisoners december eighth of that eventful year eighteen fifty four was a day of high festivity at the oratory the day on which the dogma of the immaculate conception of our lady was proclaimed by pius the ninth a solemn te deum was sung and don bosco preached a sermon that was a model of eloquence and teeming with sound doctrine every word of which was a flame that shot forth from the fire of love that consumed his heart for mary the immaculate mother of god on one of the following sundays don bosco was teaching catechism to his explanation of dogma and morals he was accustomed to add remarks upon the history of the church suddenly one little boy rose to his feet and questioned the father if trajan was unjust in banishing pope saint clement what must we think of our government exiling archbishop franzoni there was a large congregation no doubt strangers were there don bosco never disconcerted answered the question clearly and briefly concluding with the words let us leave the problems of the present epoch to the decision of the catechism class of a hundred years to come when we shall have passed into the domain of history let us be satisfied in respecting authority whether civil or religious the child persisted but was adroitly silenced by the catechist on leaving the chapel don bosco was accosted by a stranger of distinguished appearance who congratulated him on the clear reply he had given to the boy's difficult question you came to criticize asked don bosco with a smile perhaps so was the answer may i ask sir to whom do i have the honour of speaking i am urbane ratazzi the prime minister what exclaimed don bosco in admiration the great ratazzi yes father and in future you need not dread interference though the archbishop's acts do not meet with my approval yet i am glad he was not banished during my administration the interview lasted an hour ratazzi visited the oratory and departed so well pleased that while he remained in power don bosco had in him a faithful protector and advocate these two men both renowned in italy and beyond it met later in more than one friendly conference for ratazzi esteemed don bosco and in his turn the apostle of turin hoped to induce the prime minister to adopt the methods of reform he had found so efficacious and introduce them into prisons and reformatories for boys let us try to prevent instead of repressing crime he urged a more humane and a far more economical method form christians and you have good citizens but alas i know we can never attain to the realization of this ideal 
if we could judges prisons police and even a standing army might be suppressed bertazzi was convinced and though his convictions never found practical execution yet he showed publicly his confidence in the founder of the silesian society i cannot forbear quoting one of many remarkable incidents of don bosco's after experience in which Ritazzi's influence was the turning point it inculcates too more than one great lesson and proclaims in a striking manner don bosco's supremacy in the domain of human hearts in may eighteen fifty five don bosco preached a retreat of eight days to the prisoners of the chief jail of turin la generala his words were so luminous and effective so filled with the spirit of god that nearly four hundred of his hearers were moved to sincere contrition and approached the sacraments with great fervor and piety the retreat over don bosco's fertile mind and great heart invented a most astonishing mode of reward for his penitence he went to the governor of the jail and asked a day's freedom for all who had attended the holy exercises a day's freedom echoed the governor in consternation we should have to send all the soldiers in the kingdom to recapture the criminals pardon me governor you are mistaken insisted don bosco gently i shall appeal to honor conscience i do not want even one policeman the governor frowned he evidently thought don bosco mad honor conscience he questioned the honor of thieves the conscience of assassins nevertheless he forwarded the petition and was astounded when it was returned granted and signed by ritazzi he went to remonstrate with the prime minister but was quietly told i wish the experiment tried don bosco's proposal was hailed with joy by the prisoners while awaiting the permission he talked to them in a fatherly manner appealing to their honor and every one gave his word not to try to escape i cite a brief record of this strange holiday this little oasis of happiness in the hard desert life of those unfortunate men the next morning a glorious day don bosco with his suite started after mass for the royal gardens of stupanigi three or four hundred prisoners marching in perfect order joyous and unguarded through the streets of turin solely under don bosco's custody was a strange sight the way to the gardens was long but the prisoners though weakened by confinement found it short the air was sweet the walk through the green fields delightful a pleasure long unknown observing that don bosco seemed fatigued they surrounded him and mounted him on the donkey from which they unloaded the baskets of provisions to hoist them to their own shoulders by turns they led the animal chatting at their ease with the good father to whom they owed this happy day in the evening the turin people amazed saw them return in equal discipline not one missing don bosco in duty bound went to thank ritazzi and gave a report of the day indeed said the minister you apostles of god have more power in your moral influence than we have in the material influence 
which we command you persuade and vanquish the heart that we cannot do it is a reserved department can any one conceive of a purely human leader in a procession like this End of chapter 8 Recording by John Brandon